Welcome to the Run Your Mouth Podcast with your girl, Key, where we talk about anything and everything has substance, from celebrity gossip, news you can use, and the power of the almighty dollar. You can hear it here first in the audio trap house in less than an hour. Welcome to the Run Your Mouth Podcast. This is your girl, Key, and I am coming to you today with none other than our What The, formerly known as What The Fuck Wednesdays. Let me introduce and reintroduce to some. What the heck? Because we don't want to impose my curse words and my love of curse words on those who may want to listen and get the informative and educational culture and society issues that we have and we want to bring forth. So, after hearing my grandbaby repeat me, I thought it was time to say, uh, what the heck instead of what the fuck. So <laughs> yeah. So now we'll be coming to you every Wednesday, every other Wednesday, however I feel whenever I get time to record this bonus episode of what the heck Wednesdays. And without further ado, let's get into it. So today's topic is what's more inhumane than treating a human poorly. In honor of George Floyd, whose one-year death anniversary was on yesterday, uh, rest in peace, George Floyd. I have three three topics, well, three um, comparisons for to, um, today's topic. And it's one is, well, one is, all three are animal cruelty versus human cruelty. Because the definition of inhumane is without compassion or misery or suffering of another, cruel. Cruelty. So if we can acknowledge cruelty to animals and be so adamant and compassionate, all the activists in the groups who are pro-animal, why is it so hard to be compassionate about human life, especially black human life? Because let's be real clear. We all know racism exists. It's very, very prevalent today, yesterday, day before yesterday, year before yesteryear, century, decades ago. Racism, hate, inhumane treatment is what has divided us as a country, as a nation. And we'll get into that a little bit later. Let's just talk about what the heck on this comparison. So I dug a little deep, tried to find some some people who were sentenced to long periods of time for um, inhumane treatment to animals. My first person is a guy, 27 year old, out of Plano, Texas. In 2018, he stumped a boxer puppy, threw it against a wall, the puppy suffered multiple broken bones and the uh, veterinarians tried to revive him. And um, unfortunately, he had to be euthanized due to um, the multiple broken bones. So the young man was sentenced to 12 years in prison. Hmm. White man. So I'm not on a witch hunt for white people who are inhumane to black humans only. I'm on a witch hunt for the system. The fact that we're not acknowledging and holding accountability to those who are cruel to black people, minorities. And yet we still handed down these harsh sentences to people 
people who are inhumane to animals. I love animals. I think animals are beautiful, even the weird ones, like deers, who come out and run out in the middle of the street, um, tear up cars, cause wrecks. Still beautiful. Still a, still a life. So I have a problem with hunting. You know, we have hunters who hunt for game, and yet, you know, it's just America and and the nation, the world as as a whole, have so many biased uh, definitions of what's humane, what's legal, what's not. Like, is it okay? to just go out and hunt and hang something on your wall a life and they hunt humans the same way you have people who hunt humans the same way but let it be known this is not your yesteryear these are not the same people who was okay with this type of behavior because it's bad it's really bad um in society today and then it's still going on you have my next my next let me get to my next point because this, I don't want this to go over 20 minutes. I normally try to keep my bonus segments to 20 minutes. So I want to get to my next point without further ado. Young man in Nevada, Mr. Jason Brown, 25-year-old white male out of Reno. He was under the influence, he says, of meth, heroin, and cocaine, mixing it. Mm, that's, that's, that's some big boy drugs. He dismembered dogs, beheaded them. And when it was brought to the attention of law enforcement, they found one of the dogs in the hotel dismembered. The investigation showed four dog heads in a refrigerator. So the Washoe County judge said those images will never get out of his head. He or she, because it doesn't tell in the Associated Press whether the judge was a male or female. But the judge states that I will never forget those images. Hmm. But you're so quick to tell black people who stand before you in courts who are wrongfully accused, severely accused, or uh, just plain singled out to forget. To forget the hangings, forget the burnings, forget the babies who were murdered, raped, tongues cut out of men, penises cut, ripped from the body, genitals dismembered. We are told to forget. How ironic. How do we forget? How is it that a memory of a dog being beheaded can be forgotten and a sentence must come down so harsh and so strong to get the knee to a black man's neck while crying for his mother? He can't breathe. No threat because he's handcuffed. That memory is supposed to fade. We're supposed to forget what happened. We're supposed to forget the three men who cornered and ran down the young man in Brunswick, Mr. Arbery. Um, shot him on camera, save the camera, maybe to watch later. Who knows? Why would you even, why would you even record something so heinous? Why would you keep it? Why? Why? But we're told to forget. We're told to forget about Mike Brown, whose hands were up and he was shot in the back. The people who were sworn in to protect and serve us. And by no means is this an issue with law enforcement or the police. No, it's an issue with not having accountability for the hateful and racist people who happen to be in law enforcement, who happen to be your neighbor, who happens to be your judge, who happens to be the attorney, who happens to be the prosecutor, who happens to be the person you expect to be abiding by the laws and the rules and be equal. They are not. So then we go to my neck, my last person, Mike Vick. Hmm. All-American NFL player, attended Virginia Tech, no priors, gave, you know, he had a 13 season run in the NFL prior uh, and after his conviction in 2007. This man served 23 months. Basically, his career was thrown out the window. He was cast away 
as a cruel man. Animal activists protest not to allow him to return to the game that he loved, the game he gave his blood and sweat to, the game who we all as Americans look to for our Sunday entertainment, Monday entertainment, Thanksgiving entertainment. So many billions of dollars go into this game, this sport, this career. You have politicians who lie. You have teachers, preachers, lawmakers lie. Under oath, behind closed doors, on TV, in in the press, they are not treated so poorly. Yet, because he lied about not fighting dogs that he chose to purchase, um, not feeding them or not giving them water or whatever the case was, how many babies is it, uh, do we have today in the foster care system? How many babies and 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 children, young children, do we have who go to inappropriate homes that miss? mistreat them and abuse them? How many children do we have starving? How many children are um, victims of being held in detainee centers because their parents were deported? Is it not humane? Is it not inhumane to rip a child from his mother, her mother, her father, deport them rather than do the due diligence and do the paperwork and bring them to the country that's supposed to be free? Mm, The land of the free, right? Is it less troublesome to file paperwork, keep the families together, than it is to rip them apart and leave kids over here alone. Go into the system to ultimately go to families who probably can't afford to really take them. But they're trying. Frustration kicks in, the abuse, the neglect, inhumane treatment. So whatever America comes to, is an animal's life more prevalent than the life of the most prevalent, riches, beginning of all lives, all race, the African-American, the African. Many historians will probably argue that it's not true. Um, Everybody didn't come from Africa. Yeah, kind of they did. You know, kind of everything began in Africa. All human life was first derived from Africa. One of the largest, the largest, not one, the largest continent in the world with over 54 countries, the richest continent in the world. Is Africa. So shouldn't we be treated better if we're African-Americans? Shouldn't we be treated with royalty? Because technically we are royal. Shouldn't we be appreciated a little bit more than what we are? Yeah, we should. Back in 1968, President Lyndon Johnson started the Kerner Commission, which noted and reported how racism was a major cause of the economic and social inequalities of America, in which it helped spark riots in Detroit and Newark back in the 60s. He came up with a plan to acknowledge, correct, and rectify so that it wouldn't repeat. And here we are in 2021, damn near repeating it again. When all we have to do is acknowledge and pay the price. Pay the price for the pain. Pay the price. And it's not just a monetary price. It's an equality price. Pay the price, lawmakers. Pay the price. Acknowledge that human life has been treated inhumanely for years, not just 400. We speak on 400 years of slavery, but it's way deeper than 400. So many different races, creed, and religions and backgrounds have been learned to hate Africans, to hate black people, to dislike black people, and they are protected. But where is the protection for the black person? Where is the protection and the humane treatment for the black person? We don't have to beg for it no more. We don't have to bow down and accept or forget. No, we demand. 
demand today what is rightfully ours. It belongs to us because face it, there is just no one race of people anymore. Everybody's mixed with something. Everybody has multiple things in their bloodline. And technically, even the white person is African. You have white Africans. And shout out to Elon Muse from South Africa. Who, by the way, discloses his race as African on everything. His daddy African, other Canadian. But still, most migrants migrated from Africa. All migrants migrated from Africa. Let me rephrase that. And it really don't matter how much covering up we do, how much changing of history we try to do, how much text we try to blemish, how many books we do wordplay in and we trace it all back and it still goes back to the motherland. And it goes back to inequality. Treat people kindly. What's so hard about that? I don't understand. What's so hard about it? It's not hard at all. Love your neighbor. You can't forget a dog being beheaded. You can't forget a dog's bones being broken after being thrown to the wall. Puppy. A little cute puppy. But we're told to forget a child being set on a dunk stool at a circus for balls to be thrown in the child's face. So they fall into water, one and two-year-olds, three-year-olds, at the humor and the entertainment of white children. We're told to forget. We're told to forget Zimmerman selling Skittles and tea and making money off of a life, a kid. He ran down in a neighborhood. I was just trying to get home. Gunned down, sat on top of him, murdered him in cold blood and got away with it. We're told to forget. We're told to forget Kendrick Johnson, high school student, he just wanted to go to school, play ball, date a girl, have fun, you know, do high school stuff, hang out with friends. Pretty sure he wasn't a pillar of a kid. Everybody lied to their parents and didn't sneak out and do stuff because they dug up everything that he could possibly do as a teenager. He's a teenager, but we're told to forget that his organs were removed. His tongue was cut out of his mouth. His face was bludgeoned. He was rolled up in a mat that we were told and led to believe was after a fall. He rolled himself up, I guess. And a mother is suffering inhumane treatment to her child. But we are told to forget. At what point do we stop having to forget and stop suppressing and stop fostering the hate and and covering up for the lies and looking at your your mixed breed grandchildren and your mixed breed children and having to uh dumb down part of them do the darker kids say they're black and the lighter kids say they're white green-eyed and the blue-eyed kids the blonde hair go for white and the ones with the kinkier hair and the darker eyes go for black but yet they have a whole white parent and a whole black parent at what point do we as a nation learn that we have to unite the two unity unity it's okay to be different it's okay to see your color as it is it's okay and it's beautiful but it's not okay to hate it's not okay to elevate racism it's not okay to tell someone to forget their pain because all it does is divide the economy and the social growth of the economy because what's worse than an angry person <laughs> they go to work angry they home angry they are out in society angry and what does anger do anger fosters violence and rage so at what point do we say what the freak enough is enough enough is enough of enough of enough and it's time to be human and treat people with human like 
dignity. We are not animals. Human beings are not animals. We shouldn't be classified on the level of animals. It's bothersome to me. It should be bothersome to many of you listeners that a man can get 28 years, whether he be black, white, Puerto Rican, white, brown, paper bag, light brown, white brown, dark brown, pink brown, blue brown, purple brown, pale white, pink white, light white, dark white, and white, olive white, that a man can receive that amount of years for being on drugs. His choice, that's not an excuse because we have a whole different topic when it comes to drug use, narcotics, and um, opiates and um, over-the-counter drugs. It's a whole different ballgame. But why should that crime be so weighted so heavily versus okay if he had killed a black person, threw them against the wall? Would he still get the same sentence? That, I'm, I, that, that's, that's a question for me. And it should be a question for you. So don't forget. Don't tell us to forget. Stop telling people of color to forget what happened. Stop telling people of color to not be angry. No, it probably didn't happen to them. They probably wasn't born. They probably didn't live through slavery. They probably didn't have ancestors who were slaves. I'm pretty sure they had ancestors who were slaves, but not they didn't know them firsthand. They heard about it. So stop telling us to be ang- not angry about stuff that we heard about because we get angry about stuff and hurt and empathize for stuff we hear about all the time. And we get the Amber Alert on our phones. We all are looking for the car who kidnapped the baby. We get Amber Alerts um, of missing kids or, you know, kidnappings or whatnot. We all are on the lookout because we're affected. We're affected by something that is innocent that cannot help themselves. And an animal who can survive in the wilderness, who can survive outside, who waddles in their urine and eats their feces, who will attack you and rip you apart for no reason at all, no apparent reason do they need to have. Just go postal. If we can have that type of empathy for them, we can definitely have it for a human life. We should have it for a human life. So pay the price that's old. Pay the price that's old to the people who have been treated inhumanely in this society. Stop dumbing down the existence of the very people who were first. Stop dumbing down the existence of the very people who got the key to the street. Stop dumbing down the existence of the very people who are strong, who are not forgetting, but still able to smile and still able to push through and still able to love their neighbor as they love themselves. Stop dumbing down the very people who will go through rain, sleet, and snow for a person who hates them. It's time that we recognize that. And it's not not an option anymore. It's not an option. You know, even though the Kerner Commission didn't um, carry out President Lyndon Johnson's wishes and, and, and his recommendations, we still have tomorrow. So let's make it do what it do. And that kind of sums it up for that segment. I got a little too serious because um it is it is personal. And if you know me and you know here at Run Your Mouth Podcast, we talk about anything but everything has substance and this has substance because it's time that we unite as a people for real not just on tv not just on paper not when it's just election time this time we make some changes and we start to treat humans like humans of all colors races creeds religious backgrounds we can make it okay for people to change their gender Deform their body basically that's because that's that's a that's a mutilation of your body Basically, transform yourself into something else. If we can be okay with that, 
and we can be okay with all the other choices that are made legal. Choice to drink. At one point, alcoholism was accountable for many crimes, many deaths, still accountable for many deaths, drunk drivers. We can make uh, phones that don't shut down when you're driving and text people who are texting are a cause of many accidents. We can be okay with so much stuff. Why it so hard to be okay with person shade of their skin? Because you shouldn't have to treat your kids that, uh, teach your kids that they should not see color. You shouldn't have to teach them that. You should have to teach them. You should be okay and comfortable with teaching them that their color is beautiful, whatever it is. I see your color. I don't, I don't want to be colorblind. I want to see your color. You should want to see another color. You should want to see people for who they are, whatever their choice may be, whether you agree with it or not. It's who you are. Whether I agree with uh, transgenders changing their whole sex or not, I now see you for who you are and I'm going to love you for who you are. I'm going to respect you for who you are, regardless if I like it or understand it or not. I'm going to respect it. And it's not respectful for a man or a woman who who has took it, taken an oath to protect and serve to murder people in cold blood is not acceptable for a race of people to be treated less than a than an animal. It's not acceptable for us to have to tell our children of mixed races to choose one. They don't have to choose anything. It can be whatever they want to be. They can say if your mama's white and your dad is black and you want to associate yourself as a white person, then associate yourself as a white person. If your dad is white and your mama's black and you want to associate yourself as a black person, associate yourself as a black person. Whatever it is you choose, that's your choice. Who gets to make it for you? That's my question of the day. Who gets to tell us who we are? Who gets to tell us how we should be treated as a human when it's only one definition? Treat people kind, all people. And that's my time. That's my 20 minutes. So make sure you follow us at Run Your Mouth Podcast on IG at RYMXX3. Follow us on YouTube at RYM-Podcast on Apple, Spotify, iHeart, Pandora, wherever you listen to your podcast. Whatever phone you have, find your, find your podcast button, hit it, click it, tune in, subscribe, like, leave a review, whatever it allows you to do. Uh, listen to us, catch us. We are here every other Wednesday with What the Heck Wednesdays are sometimes funny, sometimes quirky, sometimes just, you know, serious or just what the heck, what the freak. And for those who still want to hear the F word, what the fuck? Okay, I'm not going to say it no more. (laughs) But seriously, people, let's try to unite and let's try to be one. Let's try to love our neighbors as we love ourselves and without anybody telling us, look at the skin you're in and just ask yourself, would you want to be treated like that? What if it was your child, your husband, your mother, your sister, your brother that was treated like that? Would it make a difference? Would it make you change your mind? Would it make you feel differently? Because a lot of us hate what we don't understand. Get to know somebody. Understand their culture. Understand their way of living. Maybe different different from yours, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's wrong. It doesn't mean that it's wrong. We are all different and hey, we have that right to be. So get at me and I hope we continue to listen and we continue to grow together and learn together, speak together, talk together, love together, get angry together, make up together, break up together. But as long as we together and we are together without anger and humane treatment and diversity, we're going to be together. So this is my time. 
And we are sponsored by Reedy Group. Make sure you follow us and uh, search for readitgroup.com. There you can find my apparel. You can find the podcast link. Me versus me. My journey is personal. Read it clothing. Um, any books that I write. Chewy adventures for my children. And you can always catch my partner um, and co-host Cami. Her apparel. Uh, be dazzled. Make sure you check out the glasses, the mask, the everything that she has to offer. Um, follow us on IG. DM us for direct links. And have a blessed day. Rest in peace, George Floyd. And to his family, we won't forget. I'm out.